0: Good morning, Faith Community Church. Today, we are wrapping up the book of Acts. We are in Acts chapter 28. Paul is in the middle of a shipwreck. Remember, Paul is a prisoner. Um, He is with a a centurion named Julius, uh, and they're on a ship with about 200 or so people, and they've just shipwrecked onto an island. Now, remember, Paul is on this ship because he's a prisoner with several other prisoners, and they're eventually being transported to Rome, where Paul is supposedly going to be appealing to Caesar on this issue because the Jews from Jerusalem objected to the Romans just letting him go because they had um, so many things that they wanted to try him with. But... They couldn't, the Romans couldn't uh, find anything that would merit the death penalty, so they've sent him off to Rome. And so they're having some issues getting to Rome uh, on their travels. And so they're in the middle of the storm. Uh, after about 14 days, Paul gives them the promise that no, not a hair on their head is going to be harmed, they're not going to sink, they're not going to die, and they get shipwrecked onto this island. The, il- the island is called Malta, right? And so they get to this island. And the people there were extraordinarily kind, and that's what Scripture uses for it. And while uh, Paul is gathering wood for a fire, a viper, a snake, bites him on the hand. And so uh, the people see it, and Paul basically just... Like you would a fly or something like that, just flicks it off and throws it into the fire. And people are saying, "Oh, this man had to have, been, had, to have had done something terrible because the ship didn't claim him, but God's going to smite him anyway because apparently he did something really wrong." But they were they waited, they expected him to swell up and to die. But after they waited a long time, nothing happened, and they changed their minds. In fact, they went from one extreme one extreme to the other extreme, and they called him a god. So, uh. Paul's trying to navigate this here and trying to share the love of Jesus with these people whose minds are going from one end of the spectrum to the other. And so there's a man who is in charge of these people on the island of Malta. His name is Publius, and his father is uh, sick, and he is, is dying, and so Paul comes and he heals Publius' father. And after they f- figured out that Paul could do these things, the other people who are sick in this people group, they bring their sick and then Paul heals them and Paul shares the love of Jesus with them. And so uh, when they have ended up sailing away from this island, they ended up getting a ship and, and being able to sail. Um, the, the people there gave them everything that they needed, okay? And so after they set still, remember, Paul is still a prisoner. And in fact, right before the shipwrecked, they were thinking of killing the prisoners so they couldn't swim away uh, and escape to this island. But Julius said no, and he wanted to protect Paul, so he said nobody died. Thus, God kept his promise to Paul when an angel came to him and said uh, that you guys aren't going to die, right? Um, And told them that they were going to get shipwrecked, so he protected them in that way. So now they are sailing away to Rome. They finally get to Rome, and people uh, who are Uh, with Paul, the Jews. Paul gathers them all together, the Jewish leaders in Rome, and the Jewish leaders are curious. Paul's reputation has preceded him here. And so he gets there, and the elders of the Jewish church here are questioning him. They want to know what Paul is saying. They know that a lot of people are rejecting this, they call it a sect uh, to Paul, um, of, of Judaism. And so they all gather around, and they listen to what Paul has to say. Now, this is Rome. This is huge. The Jewish leaders here Uh, in this place, and now Paul is sharing the good news about Jesus to them. Now, the reaction is somewhat the same of what it's been in all the other cities that Paul has been to. Usually, it just divides them in half. You have the believers, you have the people who receive uh, the message, you have people who receive the Holy Spirit, and then you have uh, the, the Jews who are still jealous. You have the Jews who don't believe, and then Paul It's interesting in this chapter, since it's the end, this is the last we hear of of Paul's travels here, um, where he quotes uh, Isaiah and a prophecy that Isaiah said about these people. And it's kind of wrapping this up for the rest of the places that Paul has been, for all the the Jewish leaders and Jewish um, people who have not believed Paul's message. And he says this, he says, "'Go to these people and say, you will always be listening, but never understanding, and you will always be looking, but never perceiving.'" For the hearts of these people have grown callous, their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles, they will listen. And so Paul just wraps it up in this statement, the whole book of Acts of his travels here in um, this this prophecy that Isaiah says about the Jewish people who refuse to believe, specifically fulfilling a prophecy there and then saying uh, in one of the final statements of Acts, therefore let it be known to you that this salvation that God has been sent to the Gentiles or the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles they will listen. And that's pretty much what the book of Acts here has been about. In summary it is Paul bringing the gospel to the Gentiles bringing the gospel to people who uh were not involved in Judaism before they did not follow Jewish laws before they have lived uh their lives uh... As pagans, they worship false gods, and Paul has ushered in the gospel to these people and how God used him to do all that. And so it says here, the final uh, words of Acts, Paul stayed two whole years in his own rented house, and he welcomed all who visited him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. And that's crazy that Paul is in Rome here for two whole years. We don't really, we don't exactly know what happens after these two years, but he proclaims the kingdom of God and the Lord Jesus Christ with boldness, without hindrance in Rome. And this is like the capital of the world at the time, all the people here who are coming to believe uh, in Christ. And um, I used to watch a show when I was a kid called The Story Keepers, and it was about believers in Rome uh, when Nero was in power. And so all the persecution of Christians and things. And this is how that that kind of thing would have started where you have the Christians living underground because they're getting persecuted and put to death uh, because of their beliefs. Paul able to able to be there for two whole years and sharing the good news with the people of Rome. So that is the book of Acts. Hope you enjoyed our devotionals on these next week. We are starting Paul's letter to the Galatians. And I think it's really cool how we're starting that uh, after this, after uh, having seen the background of Paul's travels here. And so with. We- when we're going through the book of Galatians and, uh, and these other books of Paul's letters to the church, go back to Acts and look at his interactions with the people there. So you can tie these things together. You can start to, you can start to see the weaving in of scripture and why Paul is writing these things to different people, their reactions to him initially when he first came and then his letters he sent to them later. It's really exciting. It's really cool to see how God, uh, includes the Gentiles, uh, includes us in scripture knowing that we were chosen by him, um, should make us want to worship him all the more. Have a blessed day.